Hey guys, this is Tina Benson. My podcast is Simple Savvy Dog Training Tips. I'm a dog trainer in Collegeville, Pennsylvania, and today's topic is um, rescuing a dog that is right for you. Um, I talk to people on the regular about rescue dogs that they've brought in their home and they're sorry that they did because it turned out to be a really bad situation. Either the dog was sick when they rescued it and so they brought it home, they took really good care of it, they rehabbed it, they gave it too much freedom because they felt bad for it. And then what happens is the dog um, starts to feel well and starts to really show its true uh, behavior, which is usually bad. Um, and then I've also talked to people who rescue puppies, who when they bring them home, give them too much freedom, and next thing you know, very quickly on, um, the, the dog is, is either biting or guarding or growling, um, and they don't know how to handle it. Um, so... Uh, what you want to do when you're rescuing a dog, first sit down with your family and I want you to think long game. So if you're rescuing a dog, you're probably going to have a, at least a good eight to 12 years with it. So what kind of dog do you want? Do you want one that's all inclusive with the family? You're taking it on vacation to the cafe, going for car rides to the park, uh, things like that. Do you have children? Are they young? Are they older? Are your kids um, kids that will listen to you, um, you know, if you, if you teach your children to leave dogs alone when you first bring them in the home, um, then odds are you're going to have a, a, a better outcome long term. Uh, but if your kids are wild and don't listen to you and you're bringing in a young dog um, who might be a little bit excitable by kid energy, then you might have a dynamic there that's going to bring some bad behavior out of that dog. So all of these things are questions that you need to ask yourself. Um, and also of the rescue, um, oftentimes rescues either don't know or don't disclose everything about the dog. And this happens a lot. Uh, and I'm not slamming any rescue in particular about this, but a lot of rescues do not disclose everything. So you really have to ask pointed questions and hope that they're honest with you. Um, so you wanna know, does this dog have a bite history? Does it have a history of guarding anything? Um, is it good with kids? Um, is it good with other dogs? What is the history? How is this dog with other dogs at the rescue? Um, if it's coming from a foster home, how has it been with everyone in the foster home what kind of life has it led in the foster home? A lot of fosters are super free with their their foster dogs. They just let them have free roam of the home. Is it used to all kinds of freedom? Um, and uh, you know, one caveat I will give, I will I made a podcast on this and I will repeat this constantly because it's super important. When you rescue a dog and you bring it in, you make sure that it is on a probationary period. 30 to 90 days because rescues like they don't know if they're coming you know for good they, they don't know what ends up because they've probably been shifted around so many times already um, unless of course it's a puppy um, but usually a dog when it comes in you've got to be real careful with it in in terms of um, you know make it a very structured life crate time make sure you're creating your dog it does not have free room to uh, for, of the whole house and it doesn't have access to furniture and be super careful with your affection um, with the dog. You can give affection but do it slowly and over time. Do, if you overwhelm a dog with affection, um, you will, 
you're setting yourself up for a really bad dynamic. So things have to be taken slowly by you and um, it should be a very structured life for this dog um, and probation of at least 90 days. Why 90 days? Because it takes at least 30 to 60 days for a dog to relax and show you its true self. So um, you've got to take those things into consideration. Um, but back to, let's say you do all of your, your due diligence, you vet the dog, you talk to the rescue, uh, you bring the dog home, and then it starts showing you some really, really bad behaviors like guarding of furniture, you know, or people, or toys, food, um, also uh, biting, or leash reactivity, um, maybe even dog-on-dog -dog aggression, um, things that you weren't aware of and things that you did not sign up for. So I talk to people all the time and they feel very guilty when they get a dog in the home and they start to, you know, form a relationship with it and then they, but they start taking it out and it starts showing them things. Like I had a guy call me about a dog that he brought in the home and then he would start taking them for walks and very quickly into the relationship he started showing um, severe uh, leash reactivity um, and to the owner it seemed like if he if the dog had gotten off leash to uh, to get to the other dog um, or dogs because it was multiple occasions he felt that the dog was going to do serious harm and when he would be in his backyard if he saw another dog he would go absolutely nuts and try and get to that dog um, like trying to climb uh, fences to get out of the yard to get to other dogs um, and he felt like it was um, a thing where the dog was going to do serious harm to another dog and he didn't sign up for that so I was very honest with him about what rehab would look like for this dog and that the dog would have to lead a very structured life it would obviously have to be trained you've got to have some sort of foundation on this dog um, and it, it's it's a doable process but it's a long process um, and management comes into play when you're dealing with a dog who's, you know, older than a year old. And this dog happened to be, I think he was like one and a half years old. So, you know, are you prepared for something like that when you bring a dog home? And you need to be really honest with yourself. Like, you know, if you, if you get a dog in your home and it starts to show you some things, you know, obviously you want to talk to a dog trainer. Um, I'm always available to talk to. I don't charge people. I'm very interested in helping people and dogs um, live a good life together. And so if you've got concerns about a dog that you've rescued, um, certainly give me a call. Um, or talk to someone else about it, another dog trainer. Um, look for a balanced dog trainer. Um, I do, you know, pure positive trainers do not teach dogs um, no, and they don't correct dogs. So another case in point was I talked to a woman who rescued a puppy um, who very early on started biting, and it, was not, it wasn't puppy biting. Um, it became um, biting of I know how to get what I want and I'll use my teeth and it was biting everyone in the household they had young kids they had an eight-year-old and an 11 year old who had friends who would come over and the dog was also biting the friends so we talked about but she had she was um, she was wrought with guilt she didn't want to return the dog because her friends and family were gonna judge her um, they were already saying to her, oh, it's just puppy biting. Don't worry about it. it it's a phase. It'll get through it. Um, and she was like, you know, it was in her mind, it was becoming, uh, it was escalating to the point where she did not know what to do. Um, and it was a liability because the dog was biting 
children who were not hers, um, not to mention that they were biting her children and breaking their skin. So um, sometimes it's, it's a hard decision to make and sometimes you need to hear someone who's you know neutral, like myself, say that maybe this is not the right dog for you. Um, or you need a new trainer. So, you know, going the pure positive route, I'm just going to tell you that when you don't correct a dog, even a puppy, um, that's going to have ramifications. There are going to be serious behavior. There will be uh, its behavioral fallout because you didn't show the dog that it was wrong to do that and you didn't correct them. It's, it's kind of like if you think of a correction this way, like you're pulling your child's hand away from a hot stove, okay, or you're yanking your kid out of uh, the street, um, you know, from an oncoming car. That's kind of like a correction, right? That's not harming the dog. It doesn't cause any, you know, um, it's not detrimental to them in any way, but it does show them, it does teach them that what you just did is unacceptable and it's not allowed in this household. And if you correct a dog, then it won't happen again. And so then you can move on having some, you know, establish some rules and boundaries, and then you've got to enforce those going forward. Um, so when you feel like you've rescued a dog that isn't right for you, you have to ask yourself some long-term questions. And, and the whole purpose of this podcast is for you to maybe think about these things before you go out and get that dog. But if you're in a situation where you've already got the dog and you're not sure and you're feeling guilty um, or you just don't know what to do, remember, you can always train your dog. Um, but it just depends on what type of issues you're facing um, and how long that training will take and what your life looks like going forward. Um, things can always improve, but sometimes in the scheme of things, in the way that your family is set up or your lifestyle is set up, sometimes the dog is not right. And it's actually kind to send that dog back to the rescue so it can find the right home um, and you can be free of that guilt. So if you have any questions on this topic, 